Hello, and welcome to the Jill Cruz podcast. This is Jill Cruz. Today, I had a great conversation with my friend Kathleen Curtis Wolf. And Kathleen comes from a corporate background over 25 years at a Fortune 100 company. And uh, she is now a consultant to other companies that are looking to really be a place where people want to work, they want to be there. And so her work is really important. And we had a great conversation about, uh, you know, as women in, the, in our lives and in our careers, how we function and how it's important to always be prepared, which is uh, from Kathleen and also my perspective, things that we learned, you know, when we were younger from our parents. It's important for women to be prepared for everything and anything in life because you never know what's going to happen. But she has this amazing kind of three-pronged approach to to help women be more confident in life and to be prepared for anything. So it's a pretty cool way to approach it and uh, being being confident and understanding these three things about yourself uh, can really help. So I think you're going to really enjoy this. Hello, Kathleen. Thank you so much for joining me today on the podcast. Hi, Jill. I'm so glad to be here. Very exciting to uh, talk to you. All right. Awesome. So uh, my question to you is, what is one big lesson that you've learned in your work? Oh, I would say the biggest lesson is that you need to be prepared for what's next. I, I was in a, a workshop and I really didn't understand, you know, the, the true origin story of, of my passion until I had this moment where I realized that I lived as a young girl with a mom who wasn't prepared. And uh, so my mom was a teacher. She had six kids. But, but ironically, at the, at the time when she had her children, when she got pregnant, she had to quit work. And so she was out of the workforce for about 18 years. And through the course of that time, had six kids. I'm her youngest. And mm. my dad came home and he had had an affair with his secretary. Oh, wow. My mom hadn't worked. And so we struggled. I saw her struggle. And, you know, really unbeknownst to me throughout my life, I, you know, I guess I always felt the need to like get the best education, learn so that I always had options because my mom didn't have options and, and we struggled. And then now, you know, having worked in corporate, I kept seeing people doing pretty well in their career, but they reached a certain age and they would be let go. And after I left corporate, my phone rings off the hook whenever there's a, a layoff. It's like, I'm blindsided. Really? Were you blindsided? Because there's a pattern that once you start to reach 45, 50, corporations let people go. So wow. it's important to be prepared for what's next. Wow, wow, wow. Whew. That's, I've never been in the corporate world. So this is, I mean, I have for a couple of years, but it didn't really count because I worked for a Japanese, I worked for two different Japanese firms and I knew I was never destined for the corporate world. <laughs> so, so this lesson that you learned, you know, kind of a hard, hard earned lesson as a child 
it's then you become an adult and you're seeing it everywhere in the corporate world. And, and it sounds like, you know, my mom too, like I, I learned also a lesson, which is a little bit maybe more jaded than the way you're describing it, but it was, you know, never rely on a man be able to have your own income and stand on your own two feet because a similar thing happened to my mom, actually. And it's really hard when you're a single mom and you have, uh, for us, it was three, three of us, and you don't have a mean, you don't have a, maybe the education or the background to, to do things. But now, you know, you're seeing this <laughs> it's not the husband, it's the corporation that's kind of uh, deserting us or, or abandoning us or letting us down. But the lesson is that happens. So be prepared. Right. Yeah. I'll, I'll have you know, unfortunately, I went through a divorce myself as well. And so I had two kids. And, um, but what I'm thankful for is that I was prepared. I had a good career. I had invested in myself over the years and, and I had options. And, and several people will say to me that, why did you leave corporate? Because, you know, I have two kids, two big dogs, and we all like to eat. But, <laughs> but I, was I was prepared. And so when, when I had done everything that I could at corporate, I spent 25 years at a Fortune 100 company. Mm-hmm. I realized that I wanted to do more. I wanted to help women be prepared. I wanted to help organizations serve others. I, I saw opportunities, and because I was prepared, I was able to chart my own course. And I mm. want people to be able to choose rather than have things happen to them. Yeah, yeah. And this, because uh, I always, you know, relate things back to health. And this is so important for our mental, physical health, too, because if you are laid off at age 50, that's really, really stressful if you haven't if you don't have other options. And that stress is so debilitating for the body and, and for the mind. So I think this is really important for, for all of us to think about. So what are some of the things that you suggest? I know this is probably a big question because it really depends on the person, but do you have some general things that you found to be true in terms of preparing for the unexpected in life for women? Because we're talking about women, I think, right here. Yes. (laughs) I see it primarily women. I I feel like in my career, I saw men being better at talking about what they do well. I I saw women, and, and I was guilty of this myself, where we just thought that if we just put our heads down, do the work, people will notice. But I'm sorry, I, I found out the hard way that that doesn't happen. You do have to declare what you're good at and, and confidently tell others. So when I was charting out my next steps, I went and I started interviewing women and, and asking them about their barriers to success, um, you know, what they wish they would have done, what they still want to do. And in the course of my conversations, I've talked to over 100 professional women. And the one thing, although there are a few things, the one thing that sticks out in my head that, that was true for every single woman is that we all struggle with confidence at one point or perhaps many points in our career. 
Mm. And if we lack confidence, we're not standing up for ourselves. We're, we're taking what's given to us. If we lack confidence, you know, we, we aren't making the best decisions because we're inhibited. And, and when we lack confidence, it also shows up in our work. Mm. And so I really want women to know that you've got to find a way to understand what's unique about you, feel good about it, and tell others. Hmm. Wow. Do you have a process for this? Because I was on a call yesterday, uh, like a women's networking group, and the woman was talking about core genius and Gay Hendricks, who I actually read his book, The Big Leap. And in the book, The Big Leap, he talks about zone of genius. Yes. And I subsequently went on and got certified as a big leap coach, actually, because I love their work so much. But the concept, I think, is becoming more popular now, of, you know, identifying your own genius. And the one thing I got from that book that really affected me was if I'm doing what I love and what I know I'm good at, like my my genius, then the confidence just sort of comes like it, it, it doesn't it's not work. It doesn't feel like. I'm outside of my zone of comfort, essentially. So I don't know if if when you say, you know, if, if that's kind of what you're alluding to, but I, I'm, I'm curious, is, is that sort of what you're trying to do, like help people find their genius? Yes. Well, and so I, I have a framework for individuals that it's it's about defining your purpose, understanding your strengths, and communicating your value to others. So the reason why, and and my company is called the Purpose Partners for a reason, because I Mm. believe in purpose. I believe in purpose for organizations. I believe in purpose for individuals. Purpose becomes that compass for decision-making. And um, oh, by the way, all you women who have a hard time saying no, once you have a purpose clearly defined, your purpose becomes your guardrails for what you do. And so if you get an opportunity or somebody says, hey, I need you to do this, and it's outside of your purpose, it's a lot easier to say no. Mm. Whoa. I, I, I just want to pause for a moment because that is brilliant. It is your guardrail. It's your, it's your guiding principle to say, okay, do I, should I do this? Yes or no? Well, is it aligned with my purpose? Right. Wow. That's amazing. And I just want to add, so that's for career, but that's also works in, in food and fitness too, because sometimes we can get thrown off course by, you know, all these, you know, the shiny object syndrome. And um, so purpose, very important. Okay. Yes. So next, I, I, I found that women, once they find their purpose, they still need this boost in confidence. And so what I found is that I was using Gallup strengths and I was using strengths without being certified. But once I saw the results of women learning their unique strengths, I got certified because mm. it was amazing. You take the Gallup assessment and you identify your strengths and they're numbered one through 34. And the idea behind that is focus first on your top five then expand and strengthen your top 10 and don't worry about the others. You Mm. navigate them because the idea behind strengths is 
is that it's something that you naturally do well. So maximizer is my number one strength. I love to take things from good to great. And once I found that out, I wouldn't say it was like earth shattering because it actually just confirmed what I already knew. But what it did is it also then gave me language to talk about what I'm good at. And so that's then the third part is being able to communicate your value to others. So now, you know, I don't try to chase being analytical. From a Gallup perspective, analytical is being able to address a situation without emotion. I'm sorry, emotion is in everything that I do. I I said I'm sorry, but I'm really not sorry. (laughs) That's a woman thing too, right? We always have to apologize for being badass. Yes. yes. (laughs) For being who we are. Right. And so I bring emotion to everything that I do. And if if you don't want passion or emotion, I'm not your person. Nice. And, And really, so that was lower on my list. I don't worry about that anymore. But what I have found when people lack confidence and I give them their, their strengths assessment results, they're like, how do I talk to my, my supervisor about my weaknesses? You don't. You uh. focus on strengths. And when you focus on your strengths and you realize that your top five are one in 278,000, that you are unique and you bring value that nobody else will. Oh, How's I that see so yeah, so that that your unique combination of the top five is is really just one in every two hundred and eighty thousand people. That's yes. that's cool to know. That's definitely confidence boosting. Yes. Wow. I love, 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 love this. You know, value is so important. Like I learned this years ago from my own, just bringing it back to health. Was I always thought like a personal trainer was a cool thing to have, but when I hurt my shoulder. And I had a really good personal trainer who also, by the way, in the process over the course of six months, managed to also heal my lower back pain that I had had for 25 years. And he wasn't even, we weren't even talking about my lower back. He was just amazing. And I remember thinking, wow, personal training is not cheap, but I understand the value of this now. So I'm willing to invest in it. And I think, you know, you could basically flip it around and say, as a, as an employee or as an entrepreneur, right? Like explaining your value to your potential clients. If, if you can define that and explain it and help people see that they are going to want to work with you or hire you or, or promote you or, you know, whatever it is, it's so, so important. And I love the other thing I love about what you're saying, Kathleen is it's like easy, really easy for me to remember. <laughs> purpose, strength, value. Purpose, strength, value. It's just super easy. And I also think people love doing quizzes and assessments. It's like, yeah. ooh, tell me about myself. <laughs> so I love your framework. I think it's, it's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. And, you know, to your point about investing in yourself, just as food is fuel for our bodies, we need good food. We need good fuel. You you need, when you're healthy, you approach things in a more confident way. Right. So, you know, that's foundational. If you don't have your health, you don't have anything. If you don't have your health and if you don't take care of yourself, you can't take care of others. Yeah. And that was one of the other unique ahas that that I found as I 
was speaking to these, you know, over a hundred women, I kept hearing them talk about taking care of everybody else, taking care of their family, taking care of their husbands, taking care of their parents, taking care of their kids, taking care of their boss, taking care of their communities. And I'm like, wait a second, what do you do when you're flying and the plane has turbulence and the air mask comes down? Who do you put the air mask on? I thought I knew the answer to that. (laughs) Everyone knew the answer to that. But when I started asking that question, overwhelmingly, every woman said, oh, I would, I would put it on the young person next to me or the old person next to me. No, you have to put the air mask on yourself first so you can take care of others. And I think that that relates to your health. You, you got to be on your priority list. Yeah. And I also think it, it pertains to your career too. You've got to take care of yourself so that you can take care of your team, your, your boss, your company, your family. If you don't invest in your career and develop that confidence in what you bring, you will have issues at some point in your career. Yeah. And this relates back to being, you know, what you were talking about in the beginning about being prepared. So knowing your strengths, knowing your weaknesses, but kind of keeping them over here and not trying to be somebody you're not which I right. think a lot of women do is like, oh, I have to be, men are more analytical. I have to be more analytical. So knowing your strengths, knowing your weaknesses, understanding your purpose, understanding your value and, and prioritizing yourself, really prioritizing yourself so that you can be your best, that's being prepared. I mean, that's a big part, I think, of what you're talking about because even if you get laid off, if, you, if you're healthy and you have some good, you know, you don't, nobody's perfect, but you have some good solid habits around your health and you also understand what's important to you and you have that confidence, it's much more likely you're going to get another job or you can, you know, maybe start your own in, you know, entrepreneurial endeavor or something. So I love, I love how what you're saying relates right back to being prepared for anything. Yes. Beautiful. You know, that, that solid foundation. And, and when you, when you know what you really want, your purpose, and you know how you're going to serve others, that's your purpose. When you know what you're good at, your strengths, and you continue to invest in your strengths and manage your weaknesses and know how to tell somebody about your value that you bring, you are, you are prepared. And, and I think the difference too is that when something bad happens, let's say you get laid off, you're more resilient because you're already ahead of most people. You know what you want you know what you're good at, and you know the value that you bring, um, you are, you're not going to settle. Because that's the other thing that I see people do. If you're not prepared, you're like, oh my goodness, I just need a job. And, th- and then you take uh-huh. a job and you end up being unhappy. And then that's a spiral that negatively affects your health, and, yeah. you know, your bodily health as well as your financial health. Because if you're not happy in a job, you're going to be stressed. And if you're stressed, you're not going to do well in that job. And that's right. going to impact you financially. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Just bringing it all together. And I think also one thing that I always talk about with health, and we will wrap it up soon, but is that having a purpose is really important for your health. 
because it's your health is not just about like if you exercise or eat well, right? It's your emotional world, it's your spiritual world. If if you know if that's what you want it to be, I mean, I think we all have a spiritual world, <laughs> but um, you know, all, there are many different aspects, and just waking up in the morning feeling like. I know what I want and I know why I want it and what's important to me. Like that just, that gives you motivation and it want, it, it makes you want to be better all around. So, and it also in the inevitable difficult times in life, right? Whether it's your career or your health or relationships, it also allows you to get back on track. Like as you're, it's inevitable that we're going to have bad days and we're going to have bad moments and, and phases in our lives. But if you have, still have that purpose, you can find your way back. And um, yeah, I just think it's so important. Oh, wow. This has been great, Kathleen. I love it. Yes. And so, you know, the other thing that I found out is that we talked about investment. Women don't always invest in themselves. And, mm-hmm. and the best investment that you can make is in yourself. Yes. It, it really does. Yes. I love it. When you invest in yourself, it always stays with you. Right. Yeah. It's not a, um, it's not gambling. No. <laughs> it's no. investing. <laughs> so you get more yeah. out of it. Uh, yeah. That's really important. And, and, and we are all worth it. We are all worth that investment. That's the beautiful thing. So, oh, this has been great. Thank you so much, Kathleen. I think this is going to be really meaningful for for a lot of women because you touched upon so many things that I hear when I'm out like networking and, you know, with other women's groups and stuff. All of this stuff is is big, big issues for so many women. So I appreciate your your really kind of making it easy to understand and, and easy to remember <laughs> purpose, strength, values. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So thanks so much. Thank you, Jill. I appreciate it. It's been great talking to you. Well, that was a great conversation that I had with Kathleen. I hope you got a lot out of it. Purpose, strength, values, easy to remember and super foundational for ongoing success in life, in your career, in your personal life. And and don't forget to prioritize you to take care of number one first. If you want to learn more about Kathleen, you can go to her website, thepurposepartners.com. And that will be in the show notes as well, the link there. So check out what Kathleen is up to. And if you are interested in getting more inspiration or information, go to our website, which is winweightloss.com. That's W-Y-N weightloss.com. Work with your nature, not against it. Work with your nature for wellness and weight loss. And uh, we have some great blog, a ton of blog posts there. So lots of uh, opportunities for you to get more information and inspiration. It's all about empowering you.